kya hai how are you feeling i don't know mm. it's always a bit creepy in the beginning in the like in the beginning then it gets better i think what do you uh, how do you mean creepy creepy as in like i think in the beginning if i do all my videos and stuff it's like that it's you I, need a bit get you used to uh, you mean thing. like that initial awkwardness it's not awkwardness it's just like the situation because it's a different isn't it from what i'm doing currently what yeah. i've been doing before okay you mean you're With, not because you're always you're on hosting as opposed to like yeah even but even if i was hosting i'm always scared on doing my videos okay yeah but then after the conversation flows it, it gets better okay so it's just like a a starting trouble yes always so have that though well actually i've been wanting to do one with you for a long time mainly cuz uh you're the only other person i know who makes content quite mm. regularly yeah and i think it's quite impressive that i mean like you do it like you kind of stick to it yes. a lot you know what i mean yeah i do like you do put our content i'd probably say like once a week or maybe like once every couple of weeks mm yeah depending on, on what average. i'm doing yeah yeah so what's like your thought process for like when you make something or like when you're recording something so when i first started my youtube channel i just wanted to do a youtube channel i didn't i didn't care if people watched it or anything like that just yeah. wanted to get something and see what youtube's all about but i didn't want my face out there so if you see my first videos they're all cooking without my face just onto the pan and the ingredients later on then i started a account on instagram yeah. in there i wanted to do a hair care because i got curly hair and i wanted to see the people who are struggling with curly hair and I always tell them to leave it curly kind of thing yeah so since then i was thinking i'm okay with putting my face out there that's when i thought okay i wanted to do something like that if i'm going to do it on youtube so if i did an igtv i also posted it on youtube as well okay then i was thinking what else can i do because obviously same for you what what more can we talk about yeah so that's when i thought i had an arranged marriage so it would be really good for people who's thinking about marriage yeah and to show them it's not just about you find a person and you get married in arranged marriage there's a lot of other things which goes in the background okay so that's why i thought i will do one yeah. so i started asking who will be willing to talk about their feelings and everything okay so i think i had um i had two girls who are my friends with so uh, jessie and one was remy and they said oh we are fine to talk about it we can do one so i'm like okay that's cool so i had a pre conversation with them then after that i kind of decided on what i want to ask them uh, so then i had my brother jason yeah so i was thinking it's bit more i used to talk to him about marriage when i was getting married and i do the same thing when he's getting looking for an arranged marriage as well which he's currently is so i thought it would be really good because his brain works differently or his thoughts works differently than other any other people i've met and it would be really good to have an input with them so i've seen the video with your brother yeah and in <laughs> that obviously you're the one asking questions yeah so i was thinking maybe i could ask you some questions ask about away. like when obviously when you were looking to get into an arranged marriage mm, yeah. what kind of things did you want from your um future husband or mm. uh, slash partner okay so when i was getting married mom and dad obviously put a lot of pressure saying you need to get married you will be just staying at home and blah 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 <laughs> yeah so yeah, I when i wanted to get married the main thing was i thought that if i had someone who is got at least educational similar educational educated to a level Yeah. That's the one thing I was looking for. Another thing was, see, when we're looking for a partner, even if in arranged marriage or any other ways, you're always thinking I want someone who's caring, who's understanding, who will be able to do this and that for me. But you can only know that after getting to know that person. 
how much are they willing to do for you or what kind of a person they are so for me when people say i want someone who's very care like very carefree and very you know caring and understanding how would you know they're just saying to you i'm caring and understanding but how would you know they are actually yeah so for me that was like priority like down to the bottom for me i need to talk to them and if they got a free mind to say the things that i say and understand what i'm trying to say rather than just say oh this is not what i believe i don't want to hear what you're going to say yeah so a bit more open minded that was my kind of main thing i was looking for and even if they got some kind of doubt they could always ask me and yeah. we could have a free conversation basically yeah i was talking to one of my friends quite recently mm. about an arrangement i'm not going to tell i'm i'm not going to say who it is yeah yeah and um when i was talking to them right what they said was they want to get married by next december mm okay but they haven't found a guy or anything yeah but they were quite adamant in saying that they want to get married yeah they yeah. want I, i want to get married by december and i was t- i was just talking to them about their thought price and they mm. what they said was well i'm going to be uh 26 or 27 years old and the way they said it was well i'm going to be this this old and then i want to have a family and i won't be or I, i won't be i'll still be young enough that if i marry someone from like outside if i want to go to another country or something yeah, like that yeah. i'll still be old enough where i can kind of settle down when i get there mm-hmm. and i was thinking i mean all of that's fine but you're choosing a husband or a wife yeah the fact that you kind of put you're not going uh shopping in tesco's to kind of you know like to find what you want yeah right and i was just thinking like it's it is quite it's quite strange the kind of um position that you put yourself in when you kind of give yourself a time limit to get married right yeah without like even having found someone close enough to like what you want yeah so i think um jason talks about this quite a lot he was always saying like you should not put a time time stamp on it yeah because it could take like for example you could find a person in one week or two days and you were going to say i like this person i want to get married to them but it could also take a year or two years because it depending on how long you want to spend getting to know them even if you think they are the right person for you before you commit to them yeah because if they think i found this because that's the thing about arranged marriage or people think that's the thing about arranged marriage you find someone you get married then you can get to know them but i think it would be really beneficial so people who are looking for an arranged marriage to get to know the person better then decide if they want to get married or not yeah Je- uh, because i don't know it's kind of a constraint that they put in their head that i want to get married by this time it's like again some people say i want to buy a house by this time yeah. i want to find a job soon as i graduate but you might not be able to find a job soon as you graduate yeah because you need to go through all the interview process and the company needs to like you as well same thing for arrangement you can't put a time stamp on it yeah you're putting time stamp on your rest of your life to find someone but you can also take that time to get to know yourself better yeah rather than thinking i need to get married to someone Yeah. The, the more you know about yourself, you know what kind of a person you're looking for to get married to. Yeah. Do you think people put that time constraint on themselves, right? Uh because like of family pressures or they just don't really understand what it takes to make a marriage work? Mm, it depends on what kind of family your family background is. Yeah. Because your mom and dad might say I want you to get married by this time. But then it's also it's more like 
you're on initially you're like i'm getting older i want to get married i want to get married by this age but that's what i'm thinking when you people think getting married is like a milestone but it's not it's you it's another part of your life another chapter yeah. so you have to decide you can personally decide and people think they don't have that power because the family kind of takes control over it but yeah. technically you do because you are the one who's going to say i do in yeah. front of a church or you know to the person yeah i mean would you say that making the marriage work is the more important minus, uh, milestone than actually getting married because like i mean at the end of the day anyone can kind of get married if they want right well to be honest because there are people who can decide not to get married and live together as well yeah so marriage is not a milestone in my head but in as a indian community when you live in they always think that as a milestone because soon as you graduate they are like when you're going to get a job soon yeah. as you get a job they are like when you're going to get married soon as you get married next question is when you're going to have kids yeah. so it's these kind of questions that because i don't know if they don't know you and they want to keep asking you questions to feel like you know i need to ask them something i don't know why they do even that but it's just how i've been seeing and we do similar things as well when you see someone is like oh how's your kids doing i mean where are they which school are they studying but i think it's just like a going on like a chain thing yeah no one steps to think that should i be asking that it's almost cyclical isn't it cuz our parents have asked us that yeah and like you'd think like we wouldn't ask people that as well but then like you don't really realize that you end up asking those same questions to people even mm. though you know that those questions like always piss you off yes but depending on who's asking the question though if some if one of your friends asks you a question you know that genuinely asking yeah that's true and you share a lot of your whatever goes on in your life with them yeah. but if a random person you never see and you see them in church or like outdoor and they're like Oh, you're looking for to get married. So how is that process going? I mean, have you found someone? Why haven't you found someone? It's like, what? Okay. Yeah. I'm I'm trying <laughs> to. It's it's not like it's it's not an easy thing. It's just like it takes time. Yeah. But I don't think until because either they gone past it a long time so they got married ages ago and they got kids and they don't need to worry about it yet. Until their kids come to that stage, I don't think they will think about it then. Yeah. Or they are couples or people who've been really old and they've been seeing people get married at a certain age and they think this is an appropriate question to ask them. I understand that. I don't think no one asks you like how are you doing in your career? How are you progressing? That kind of questions I think only comes within the friends rather yeah. than a, a someone from an Indian community they wouldn't ask how are you doing? I mean have you gone up in your job? What is the progression or they genuinely just want to know what's your milestones in your life rather than what you actually want to do yeah but do you think that also that those are kind of generic questions to ask someone because um career wise people take different careers so it's not yeah. something that uh, you might not know what someone's doing if you're not um friends with them or like invested yeah, in their yeah. personal lives whereas something like getting married every i mean everyone is meant to do that uh quote marks right yeah i mean you don't have to but as quite that that is the like social norm that everyone follows i would i would generally say it's rather asking them um rather than doing are you going to get mad like a specific question you can ask what are you thinking of doing now that would be a, like a yeah. genuine question to ask then the other person's got various of different answers they could give it that's actually a really good question to a question to ask yeah someone. rather than if i ask you specifically when are you going to get married that's a different direct question yeah if i ask what are you thinking of doing next that's kind of you feel like that person just 
just want to know what you're going to do rather yeah. than imposing them you should get married by this age because if a certain amount of people like 10 people keep asking the same question when you're going to get married when you're going to get married it's going to get very weird yeah 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 i can imagine i'm guessing you kind of went through that obviously because like, stokes uh, <laughs> yeah stokes a uh, pretty big community like yeah. with like yeah. uh, malalis right mm. so like um at what point did it kind of just get annoying to be honest in the beginning it was absolutely fine but yeah. it got to an extent when everybody I started asking these questions as soon as my friends similar age to me started getting married. Okay. Before that was a bit more fine. They're like, are you not thinking of a guy married? I mean, are you working? All that stuff. Yeah. But soon as my friends similar age and people I used to hang around with started getting married. Yeah. They keep asking me like, oh, everybody's marrying. When are you going to get married? That's when it started getting annoying for me. But they think it's like something that a girl should do before a certain age. And soon as they done the studies and working yeah. you need to get married that's it I, I find that so kind of strange now some of my friends are starting to get married right yeah some of them are really fucking young yeah like 23 24 mm. and it I, I don't understand it it's such a young age to get married uh in the sense that obviously like marriage is for life yeah uh, you know what I'd like am i making sense yes i can't wrap my head around it okay so because the way I see it, I can barely look after myself. Mm. Like, how are you going to bring someone else into your life if you can barely look after yourself? Like, I mean, I'm just speaking for myself, but... Yeah, I think um, in, that con- in that context, I think age, you would think they're really young. But if, you, if they know someone and they've been in a relationship with them for so long... Oh, yeah. I, don't, I don't think they, they think it's just like a next stage to get married. Yeah, that yeah. is the next stage in their life. Yeah, I mean, um, if there have been a relationship with that person for a long time, then yeah, obviously. Yeah, obviously, but I'm thinking if you're doing that, because there are a lot of different purposes that you want to get married to. Either you've been in a relationship for so long and you think this is the next step and they know they are the person they want to get married to, which is a good thing. And also some people get married early because they feel like they can get to know the person better than have kids, so they would have been young parents. Yeah, That's also another thing. But my worry when people thinking about arranged marriage is they they don't get enough time to get to know the person if they get past certain age because the society thinks that oh you're going to be 30 or you're going to be like 29 when are you going to get married you're getting old they they make you feel like you're old to get married yeah or you should hurry it up yeah i mean if you're if you've been in a relationship then uh in my eyes like it makes perfect sense because you don't have to kind of hide and like sneak around anymore like you know because that's kind of what we have to do like in yeah. our community but that's right? also different because if you tell you do you think do you certainly think that if you told your parents that you're in a relationship they would definitely want to get married rather than thinking they should get to know and continue the relationship i mean i have told my parents yeah before mm. um and they were surprisingly fine with it mm. but i think they were really fine with uh, i mean they really they were surprised that i told them yeah. for one thing mm. but i think they were really fine with it because i told them okay so yeah. like they knew that they could place a certain amount of trust in me mm, like, does, yeah, that, like, yeah, does that make yeah, sense yeah it does and obviously like when i told them i was like a lot younger mm. so they weren't gonna like try and get me mar- uh, like married pr- yeah, yeah. Tr- uh, pressure me into like getting married like but that do you, young but do you think if you told them like when you're in your let's say 23 24 and you say i have a relationship do you think they would rush you in to get married no 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 yeah because um they know that i won't like 
be persuaded that easily mm. even if they did want me to yeah and they know that there's stuff that i want to finish uh like finish and like kind of do mm. before i kind of even start thinking of that kind of thing yeah 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 um i think generally i think if people are in relationship they're scared to tell indian parents is because they think either they're not going to agree and they're going to make a big fuss about it yeah or they would say something's going to happen you should get married but i don't think they there are rare parents like yours who would think okay let them be in a relationship or let them decide when they want to get married yeah but you will only know if you tell them and that's a risk that you need to weigh out and see how it's going to play out yeah. basically yeah um but again like i think i do think that i made the mistake of kind of telling them early on yeah yeah which like, in hindsight i shouldn't have done mm. but mm. it was also more like an experiment i did kind of see how they would like react yeah more yeah. than anything else cuz i did kind of want to know what they were going to say mm. like <laughs> i mean um might not have been the best move to make mm. but you live and learn yeah because i think when you te- i think even parents think when you tell them that the kids are saying this in a serious way so yeah. we need to take it very seriously that's why i think most of the people they hide their relationship until they're sure okay we want to get married or you know we feel like we should start telling we we got jobs and yeah. stuff but i think other than that most people don't say anything but as of like if you're in uk everybody knows like oh my my daughter's got a boyfriend or my son's got a girlfriend like really young like when they're 17 18 yeah. and they seem to say that to their colleagues as well and they don't they don't mind that yeah. but i don't think indian parents would approve very much some would some would give them the you know the freedom to do that yeah but i think most of the kids are scared to say that in a relationship because you don't know which way it's going to go if you tell them i yeah i do understand yeah, yeah. i do understand that at, at what point did you kind of um tell your parents that you wanted to kind of <laughs> get married yeah get married i i didn't they told me yeah no i mean i mean um did you tell your parents when you started talking to your husband uh, no because uh, See, my mom and as soon as I got a job, mom and dad said we need to start looking for a guy for you now. Oh, really? Yeah, that's what they told me. So they said, and I said, "Mom, I will just start working." And this was like when I was 23. So I didn't take it seriously when they first told me. Yeah. So I left let it go for a bit, but then soon as I, you know, after 6, 7 months, they were like, "You know what? You need to you need to start looking for now if you want to get married." because in their head as a girl I should have been married before I am like 20 25 yeah no 26 okay so they want me to get me married by 25 age of 25 and how old were you when you got married um 25 25 okay <laughs> yeah but got, I turned 26 to uh, two weeks after so it's fine <laughs> okay so but they still kind of kept to their schedule but i see i didn't have the same thinking as i do now yeah because at that time i was like i didn't want to piss my parents off so if they said i want to get married I'll, i'll be like okay fine but there's a lot but i clearly told them if i'm going to get married i had to pick the choose the guy yeah. i want to get to know them and see if i like them before i say yes yeah. and that's been a big process because you talk to different guys and see if you like them This is another thing because the parents think a person who is very adequate, yeah, very educated and very religious, I mean especially because I'm a Christian as well and my parents follow the Christian ethics as well. Yeah. So they feel like and cultural <laughs> they all feel like that these are the times that these are a perfect guy for my daughter. 
And these are kind of the check boxes that they see. Technically, they don't ask that son or their daughter, what do you want in a guy? Yeah. What kind of person are you looking for? And this is another thing that me and Jason talked about as well. Like our value, values and morals is a little bit different from my parents, but they think it's exactly the same. Oh, yeah. Uh, I 100% agree with that. Mm. Like you just said, uh, religious like yeah, leanings yeah. Um, are important for my parents, but mm. like it's not important for me. Like I don't really care. Yeah. To I I probably wouldn't follow. Yeah. All of that. Uh, but stuff. then obviously they want to get married, get you married in a church and stuff because you're yeah. a Christian as well. I mean, yeah. You followed Christian Christian ethics since your childhood. Yeah. 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 I mean, obviously it's highly convenient if the person I do uh, if the person I marry is Christian and Catholic and all of that. Yeah. But it's not. A criteria for yeah, you. It's not, or it's not, not tick yeah. box for you. Yeah. yeah, it's not tick box or like mm. a uh, criteria for me. Yeah, like yeah. you said. I think it's that's another thing because mom's like, if a person is like, they goes to church every Sunday or every other day, they in their eyes, they're a, they're a good boy or a yeah. good girl. I don't know why they see that because they feel like, because they've been brought up in Christian values, they feel like yeah. if a person is religious... In any any religion at all, not in Christianity, but I'm just only talking because I'm I'm being brought up a Christian. So, in for them, if it's a, any really religion and they the guy or the girl is very religious, they feel like the person is a good good person. But technically, then they could be or they're not. But they don't see the potential they could not be. They always think they are. Yeah, and I'm guessing they don't see it the other way around either, do, do they? Like if if it's someone who doesn't go to church and stuff like that every Sunday, yeah, they would immediately assume that. Like, they're not a good person, mm. would they? I wouldn't say they wouldn't necessarily think they're not a good person, but I think they would necessarily think that person is not suitable because they're, they're not following my... Yeah. The values that I think would be suitable for my girl or a boy. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but generally thinking, in in my personal, like, beliefs and stuff, I always told... My dad didn't say anything to my parents, but they always thought that guy is not suitable because they don't go to church or they don't have, you know, whatever. But you only get to know them once you talk and see what kind of a person are. I saw this interesting quote where it says, you should not, like, get ma- not get married, but be in a relationship because the per- how that person makes you feel. You should be in a relationship with the person because that's how the person is or how that person are. Yeah. Rather than how they make you feel, you should concentrate on how that person is because you're gonna live the rest of the life or be in a relationship. Because when you're getting in a relationship, you don't think I'm gonna break up after two weeks, are you? You're getting in a relationship to get to know the person better and feel yeah. like they are a good person for me. Yeah. That's that's the thing they don't think. They don't think is that person good for my daughter? Are they gonna look after or are they gonna get along together? In their head, they got this all these tick boxes, and if that's all right, that's fine. I think that's a perfect guy for you. So there they come and ask you, why don't you like this guy? Just don't, don't like them. Why not? They got, they're educated, they go to church, or they pray every day. Why don't you like them? But they don't understand the logical in this that you don't feel a connection with them. Yeah. They can't get that into their head. I think that's the main thing. So I'm guessing that kind of stuff was not a criteria for you, like when you were, when you started looking. Um. So... When I was start looking, I start talking to um, guys. This is the most I talk to guys because I've been like an introvert child since the big since my childhood. So it was, I was always very nervous. I wouldn't talk to guys, and I always feel like I shouldn't. Yeah, I can't see you as an introverted child. I've always been an introverted child, <laughs> which is really strange because I would not 
peg you as someone who is like that. <laughs> y- you know what I mean? Mm. Yeah, but um, it's just because I've been always like follow my parents. If I'm if I'm in a party or like in a community party kind of a thing, just all sit together. Just, I'll be just sitting with mom and dad or my mom personally. But since I got a job and I start thinking for some myself and my thought process started changing. That's yeah. when I especially I think arranged marriage process changed me a lot because I started thinking, okay, I need to think like this. I need to see what kind of a person is suitable for me rather than what my parents think. Yeah. Because that's when we had the most uh, disagreement. I wouldn't say fights, but it's mostly disagreements. So mom and dad would say they would pick a guy and said they're good. The, we check their family. Family status is really good. As yeah. in like when I say family status not money, it's like how they are known in the community okay that's why i think most indian parents say as a family status yeah so they say good really good family status just talk to them and i said okay fine i'll i'll give it a go i have but then i said i don't get along with the guy so they would say um why not and i've rejected guys on that basis because i don't get along with them but they can't digest into their head because in their head that is a perfect person for my daughter for my son yeah but for me i was thinking no and they get annoyed at me because i said no without discussing with them first okay oh really yeah that happened quite a lot uh, yeah quite a lot <laughs> okay but quite a lot as in like because i feel like i get to so i always then after that they would be like i'm not looking anybody for you you do whatever you want to do then at a point because i i was saying no they thought i was in a relationship that's why i was saying no Okay. And they came and asked me like are you in a relationship? If you got someone you should tell me. I said, "Mom, if I had someone, I would have told you." Yeah. But, but they think because I'm saying no because I have someone else in my life. Okay. I'm saying no because I don't find them suitable. Okay. Do you think um if you were in a relationship, mm. they would have been like receptive to hearing like your side? To be honest, since I was an introvert and for in that like a good kid kind of a thing. Yeah. I never thought I should jump into relationships or never had a relationship before I got married. So for me, I always thought I shouldn't be in a relationship because I thought especially if they're in a different religion or something, I always assumed mom and dad would not accept it. Yeah. And I thought if I told them I liked someone, in my head I always thought they will reject it, so I never even thought that I should go into a relationship. Okay. That's I mean that's an understandable um thought process to have but i think going into now how i know my parents now and how my thought process has changed and how i have evolved i would say if i was in a relationship i would say i would tell them yeah but at that time i was kind of scared to tell them to tell them and um i never met anybody that i liked anyway yeah and even in my head i always said you should be in a relationship because you know that's not your mom and dad wouldn't approve that was in my head for some reason so yeah okay that's quite interesting mm. so when you started talking to marshall yeah um marshall's your uh, husband for yeah those of you who might not know <laughs> 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 um so like what kind of made you interested i guess like to start with because obviously i'm guessing it was through like a matrimony site yeah so we met him on met on a matrimony site and we had a good conversation so he called me and we had a, like a really good conversation about like you know general by that time i was used to talking to guys through arranged marriage yeah. so i had a set of questions that in my head i want to ask and i thought 
anyone who's looking into a relationship or marriage the first thing that you should think is that you should be honest because that person is going to be in your life for forever that's why you're getting married or getting into a relationship for yeah so being honest is key but most people in arranged marriage who are come across as well they would usually won't be honest because they feel like you would kind of disapprove yeah of the things they say especially if they say they drink alcohol or they smoke or whatever of their previous relationship they're scared to say that to you because they think that you might reject them because they say all this kind of stuff yeah so with marshall i was i just talk to them like i'm like this I, i like to do all this kind of stuff and this is how i am so always being honest in how i am because i thought if they don't like me all the stuff that i say then they're probably not going to like me into the future as well so i always been upfront and honest with them and also in a conversation yeah and uh, about my belief on how how much of religious person i am or how much of not a religious person i am so i said yeah. all that kind of stuff to him then from there we just started a conversation then i went to my friend's wedding in india and he was coming to one of his friend's wedding in india as well so we met each other and we thought okay yeah he looks like the person he, i seen in the photos and everything yeah and i was like okay so we had our like in india you have something called pre engagement kind of thing so I did that came back and then four months five months later got married uh, in january so i only had a few few ta- few months to get to know him basically yeah. yeah yeah um one of the things that i like really agreed with like from the video that you did with your brother mm. uh, with jason yeah. was when he said um you have nothing to lose by being um truthful and everything to gain yeah like that's uh, it's kind of what he said wasn't it yeah and yeah i that's something i completely agree with because if you're truthful then you have nothing you don't have anything to kind of be worried about yeah right but then like obviously if you're lying from the start it it doesn't really bode well for the relationship like, in, in my eyes anyway i do agree with that i do agree a lot because at the end of the day you don't need to hide a fact how what kind of a person you are to a person you that you think you're going to get potentially married to yeah exactly but another thing which comes with this is you can't be direct and honest soon after you meet them can yeah. you yeah 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 obviously like what um, you going to say like soon as you on your first talk you're going to say i drink i smoke and blah 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 i get really angry i don't think no one want to marry you then yeah. but it depends if you build up a conversation and see if you like the person initially then you can start saying all this kind of stuff yeah what i've normally done is like i'd ask them mm. um are you okay if i ask you this yeah. i mean like obviously you don't have to answer it if yeah, you don't if yeah, you don't feel comfortable yeah. Mm. but uh, that's what that's again that's something what Jason said as well wasn't it yeah because obviously you might not get comfortable with someone else mm. um in the, you might not e- get equally comfortable uh, with the other person as they might with you and like vice versa yeah it's because um you are a stranger yeah. especially when you're looking i mean in any relationship you're a stranger i don't know you i have i'm not I mean obviously you know your friends so how you like how you're going to behave and even if you say like let's say anything silly or, or anything you know they're not going to take it off and say because they're friends and you know them and you know how their behavior is yeah so when you're meeting someone new to go into a relationship or you like that's a person you don't know how they are so you have to be very cautious of how you are in the beginning once you get to know them you can say okay i can be a bit more free and th- that's another thing because in arranged marriage you don't have the um luxury of dating but if you're getting into a relationship normally in uh, in like in UK or somewhere 
you have the luxury of dating, going on one two dates and see, getting to know them. Then you decide at the end if you want to be a boyfriend or girlfriend. Then after that, then you decide if you want to get married re- later on in the future. Yeah. But in arranged marriage, the purpose is to get married. So you don't have the luxury of dating. You you are like questioning and answering and getting to know, and then you have to decide if you want to get mad get married to that person yeah that's another so and it's really fast process when you think about it because they don't have that lecture of time either because at the end of the day they will be saying you've been talking to them for six months haven't you decided yet <laughs> but in a relationship they're gonna say we've been together for six months or one year and we're gonna get married you know yeah kind of a thing yeah 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 i understand that mm. i such a short time as well like when you yeah. think about it mm. like six months yeah it's a short time short time to get decide then get married as well yeah mm. like mm, was there like any kind of surprises that you kind of like weren't expecting like during like, the whole stage um i think the surprise was that my parents just in their head want to get married by this time yeah so if anything got delayed then they're a bit more hesitant yeah and they always um kind of said you know you need to think you need to you need to move on if if you start talking to someone and you really like them and they're kind of saying no they don't give you the time gap in between either yeah um and you would think being your parents that you're talking to someone new you're getting to know them you really like them vice versa as well if a guy really likes you and the girl saying you know what i don't i don't think i can marry you or whatever in a, when it comes to an arranged marriage or in a relationship they're going to say i don't i don't think i can be in a relationship yeah. they don't you know that time that you get to get over that person in arranged marriage you don't get that luxury because it's one in one out does the process does that process kind of become a bit jarring because obviously like if you like talk to one person then you decide okay um they're not right for me yeah then like obviously you're kind of moving on to like ne- uh, on to the next person right um like, does it become um tiring yeah yeah it does become tiring because you feel like you would have the luxury of time to move on from one person to another on your own pace yeah but you don't but depending this all depends on a person and their family and the, how their family is connected with you if your mom and dad's really open or a bit more um say free minded about it and they're saying you know what you decide you tell me when you want to get married i don't think most indian parents do that but some might do that's what i'm saying it doesn't apply to everybody so depending on how your family situation is basically okay. and how you close with your, your mom and dad and what i have realized that i feel like and mom and dad have came told me after i done the, these videos they feel like i understand the pain you went through after seeing my video but they didn't see what i was going through when i was going through it so do you think obviously the uh, every days that you've like recently made yeah do you think it's kind of helped them understand more like from your side how you were feeling about everything while it was happening yeah but i think i also feel like people who are struggling like that and they feel like you know i think being honest with your parents another thing because as i said in the video with with jasvi that your parents always say um you need to do this because it's for your own good so at the end of the day i feel like if you're struggling you need to tell them let them know how you're feeling then it's kind of the balls in their court they can decide what they want to do if they yeah. want to give you time or not because there were like there would be because you don't know which way is going to go you can find someone in a week get married in two months it can happen i'm not saying it won't and it could work out as well but what i'm saying is like you need to think about rather than oh that person really looks good i want to get married to them you need to think about is that person compatible for me for my future 
and are, are we going to live together good healthy relationship have a healthy life yeah that's what i need to think about i think that's what most people miss because i feel like oh they, they them two looks really nice that's not the that's not the context of this they might look nice but are they going to work out or do yeah. they have the compatibility to understand each other yeah i mean like you don't know what's going mm. on in like someone's life yeah other than like what you see right yes so if they might they might be a good looking couple but they might have a horrible like yeah like marriage yeah but it comes to, i think even in marriage or in a relationship people don't tell what's going on because it's kind of a private thing yeah. unless it get to an extent that's when they start saying to their friends or family saying i'm struggling yeah so you wouldn't know what's going on in any person's life i mean even if you're not in a relationship you will only tell there is i always believe there's like different sides so there's a side that you, when you are on your own there's another side when you are with the people that with your family and there's another side when you're with the friends as well and the yeah. same when you're working as well you are a different i'm a different person when i'm when i'm in office yeah. compared to how i'm at house yeah definitely you can't be all like you know do whatever you want you you have an office adequate you to keep yeah so it's it's very different when you when and you have to think that's another thing that i started thinking about when i was doing arranged marriage as well i was thinking what am i looking for when people are asking what kind of a person do you want so in the initial stage i was saying i want person understanding caring all that stuff but then i was thinking how would i know that if they are understanding or caring they're just saying stuff to me am i supposed to just believe them blindly even in any relationship if a yeah. person saying i'm a like for example if you're saying to me you're a really good cook I can believe you but I I wouldn't have no evidence until you cook for me. Yeah, I mean I am, but yeah. that's besides the point. <laughs> yeah, but you know I I do understand what you mean. Yeah. At what point did you kind of start thinking about that kind of stuff? Obviously, mm. if someone's telling you, yeah, I am like caring and like kind. Mm. Um they could be lying like you said. Yeah. yeah. At what like what kind of made you consider that side I, of it? See, for me, I think my both my, I got two brothers so and they've been a blessing in this situation and especially yeah. Jason's been a really blessing at this. And I wouldn't usually say this to his face but it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> uh but with him, he's always given me the point to think about. It's like first I was like I don't I don't really like this guy because he's saying like this, but he's like, "Yeah, but you need to think from his point of view. Why is saying this?" So you can ask him that. So he gave me thought thought food, like food to think about or like thoughts to think about generally and started thinking from my perspective or the other guy's perspective why they're saying that to me so i think he kind of changed the way on the thought about especially arranged marriage or the questions that i need to ask a guy he's saying if you got a doubt rather than thinking he said this and you're thinking like this you need to you can ask him directly so that's what i started doing so when i got a doubt in my head thinking connecting the dots i would ask them when you said this did you mean this so and most people are being like they would be honest back to you and some people like play about a little bit so they would be like um well yeah no so you don't know what to think about either so if they don't have an honest direct answer then you would kind of know and also hearing stories about your friends and you know when you say your life stories like oh i've been here i did this i did that that really helps to understand a person as well and their character yeah I always thought that because you can see how kind of let's say how funny or how witty or how kind of helpful they they are and how they are with their parents and siblings from hearing about them because you you won't just say sit in like an interview and talk to your person that you're going to be in a relationship with are you you would have stories like you know when he uh, we went to london and we had a good time so you would say oh th- 
they like going out and they like you know yeah. having a fun time with friends and all that stuff so you would kind of understand how kind of a person they are by listening to their stories i think that helps a lot yeah do you think you've found yourself kind of having in a way more freedom after you've been married because i mean this might kind of give away but i the friend that I was talking to yeah she was a girl right yeah and one thing she told me was that um one thing she wants to do after getting married is go traveling and in, uh, in like our community like going traveling like by yourself yeah and that it's kind of not it's kind of frowned upon isn't it yes so do you think like you after getting married you have found yourself like having more freedom in a way i would say yes it's not okay my mom and dad always told me that you can do whatever you want after you got married you only just need to ask your husband or you know you can do whatever you want yeah they always told that so what that's exactly what i did so after i got married i just started doing whatever i want and that and the thing is they will still ask you questions why are you doing this way why are you doing that why why are you going here they would still ask you they would only say that before you got married but after you got married they will still ask you questions okay yeah i think that's just with the indian parents but i wouldn't say it's okay it's i don't think freedom is the word is i think i have been more free with my ways and my thoughts yeah that's more it because i think before i feel like i need to see how my parents see fit and i didn't want to upset them yeah and i didn't want to you know uh, do as they've been told basically yeah so i never wanted to annoy them so i would always do the things the way they wanted even though even if i didn't want to do it i would still do them so after married they kind of like they feel like you you belong to their house you're married you can do whatever you want so i started doing whatever i want and the way i want it and all that stuff so i don't think in a way you can you can say it's freedom but i think i've been more free to express myself more okay in the things i want to do because i know and they think they can't straight kind of cut that down yeah. or kind of hold you back because they feel like that's your husband's job now okay so they will come second okay okay i see so if in their head if marshall is okay with it they shouldn't question me do you get me yeah i do get you yeah i think that that's that's the more thing okay that's quite interesting but to be honest the traveling is very interesting what you said because i agree because i think as a girl being in born into an indian community and having indian parents they always thought traveling on your own is kind of like we don't know what's going to happen to you what if you get you know someone's going to something's happened to you what we're going to do all that questions yeah but the question is that still can happen if you on the way to work anything can happen yeah that's true they, they don't think that they think if she goes and i allowed her to go to travel and something happened to her it's bad and it's yeah. going to come back on them so i think for them they feel like it's not my responsibility has been lifted a little bit because yeah. i shouldn't question them because i let her be but what my thinking is now why can't we do this before why do we need to wait until we get married to for them to lift their responsibility as soon as 18 in here people are allowed to go traveling and do whatever they want have in a relationship but yeah. being in an indian community most people are not allowed to do that because they feel like as the parents are they feel like you are my responsibility even if you're 28 29 you're my responsibility uh, until you get married you're not allowed to do something yeah do you think it's going to change for like future generations so our kids and like their kids and like so mm. on do you think it would uh, you'd become more i guess westernized i guess is the word right yes so i would say 
Yes and a no, because depending on what kind of parents you are, if you are very religious and you've been brought up that way and you have exact similar, very tight morals as your mom and dad and very strict. Yeah. You might carry that along when you have your kid. Yeah. But if you're thinking and your viewpoint has been changed and you're a bit more free and you feel like I never got this freedom, so I'm going to give that to my kids. Your kids might be you might give that freedom to your kids more and ask them to decide because end of the day, your parents think if you give them freedom, they're going to choose something and they're going to end up bad. I think that's what they're thinking rather than let them make a mistake, let them go bad and learn for themselves. I don't think they think that way, but it might change. But I think a lot might change. But depending on what kind of parents you are. Yeah. Personally. Yeah. Were you making like YouTube videos and like um, content before you got married? Or is it something that you kind of um, got interested in like after after marriage? So I wanted to think about YouTube things. I, I think after I got married, not soon after, but I was thinking, what can I do? I'm just kind of like, you know, I want to do something and all that stuff. Then I decided, you know, what, I'm gonna, I want to see what I want to do with YouTube. Yeah. But as I said earlier, like I was really scared. Uh, I never used to share it anywhere. I know that's not the purpose of doing a YouTube. You share it everywhere, like Facebook, Instagram yeah. and your WhatsApp status and all that stuff. So I never shared it anywhere. When I initially started the YouTube, I only shared it to like really close friends and just posted that. If someone saw it, I was like, I don't know what they're going to think and all that stuff. But as it went on, I feel like, you know what, I'm doing it my way. I don't think there has been a, like a original idea. Yeah. Like even in a podcast and a YouTube, most of people is most people have done what I have done, and most yeah. people have done what you have done as well. Yeah. But the only difference what changed my thought process is like it hasn't been done in my way. That's what changed me to start putting more YouTube content out or videos out because there might be a lot of cooking videos out there. Yeah. But it might have not done in the way I do it, and they might find my way easier or they like how I presented it or something same with arranged marriage there might be a lot of video talking about arranged marriage nowadays but it might have not been done the way I've done it or they might be like oh I understand what she's talking about so even if it hits one person I'm happy at the end of the day I got a job full-time job and you got a full-time job as well so we're doing this as an interest yeah so it doesn't pay us back like you know the amount or whatever because people think youtube you you're earning money soon as you start youtube but there are a lot of things behind it i didn't realize this because you know in youtube there's this thing called community tab you can only get that when you have ten thousand subscribers okay and there's also the monetization thing and you can only get that unlocked after you have certain hours of views oh okay as, as well you've used certain hours a uh, certain number of hours or um, people be, seen it oh, certain number of, already seen yeah. it okay oh yeah. I didn't know that yeah so you don't get money say, soon after but that's another thing I noticed there's a lot of celebrity now since lockdown have started YouTube and they have one intro video and they get like 2.3 million views and stuff uh, what's your opinion about those because a lot of the celebrities who have done it they've kind of faced a lot of backlash for doing it because mm. um, obviously they're uh, getting getting those number of views for their first video from yeah. the fame that they've already got. Mm. Like, do you have uh, a specific opinion about it or? Um, at the end of the day, they're doing in their way, and people are really interested in what goes in a celebrity life. That's why you follow them on Instagram and you follow their pictures and who they're in a relationship with and check their Wikipedia and their age and all that stuff. 
So at the end of the day, if they are putting themselves out there, that's another thing. Even if you do anything in a public platform, there will be black, like you will get comments back. Everyone is not going to like everything you do. And I'm absolutely fine with that. Yeah. And we're not putting it out there for everybody to like and praise you and promote you. You're putting yeah. it out there because you feel like it might be useful to someone or you're putting it out there because you want to. Yeah. That's, yeah. That should be the that. main reason. And if they like it, that's a plus. You should think of it like that. Yeah, I do agree with that. Some of the stuff like I've said on, well, I've said on this like in previous ones. Yeah. Um, it's been kind of controversial mm. because at, the, at, the, at this point in time anyway, like having like right-wing um, ideology for economic terms anyway yeah it's not seen as being quite like popular mm. um <laughs> if you're a minority and you vote conservative party or something like that yeah like you some people see you as a traitor mm. right <laughs> um and i did get called that as well yeah by someone i'm not i'm not gonna uh, i mean yeah. it, it might be, it probably was a joke but like, again like that kind of like you said getting backlash over what you say it's kind of to be expected yeah it doesn't matter what you say as well mm. i mean if yeah they, yeah uh, one thing i just remembered about the celebrity ones it's because you've been seeing them for a long time like in movies or in theaters and whatever all that kind of stuff yeah but when you when they start creating a youtube you feel like you get another outlook inside into their life yeah and that's why they might get more views because you feel like you've known them for ages nobody knows us at times changes and someone sees someone and you don't know which one, any video or any like podcast of yours, someone's going to see and say like, oh, this is really good. I'm going to share it with my friends. You, so you're never going to know what's going to happen yeah. because they don't know them. It, it might take us longer time to get the outreach that you think you might get. When I start sharing, I thought I will get more views, but I didn't I get really similar views. So I was thinking that's when I started like, thinking changing my mindset thinking i'm putting it out there because i want to if they don't like it tough i'm not expecting them to everybody to praise me and say you know but if they do good that's all because you need to and you also need to watch what you say as well because it's in here there's always someone to nitpick what you say even one word why did you use this word and you'll be thinking i just used it because that's how i talk yeah but then i'm thinking you shouldn't have been used this word this would have been correct this would have been a better justified word okay have you had that kind of backlash um i actually haven't i had um, some people who said that i should do again i didn't want any topics which is controversial so that's why purposefully i didn't talk about religion um in my arranged marriage viewpoint okay uh, because the main concept of it's because it is different. I don't. Want, I didn't want to bring in like what kind of religion points or religious points that you got, because it is very different to individuals. If I say that, some people who are very religious might take it offensive. Yeah. So you don't know what people are gonna take it offensive. Even one word could be offensive. <laughs> yeah, I. It's understandable. Yeah, you know when you said about age and getting married, what age do you think that you want to get married, in your head? Particular age. Mm. It's more to do with like. How long, if I am like seeing someone, yeah. How long have I been see, uh, How long have I been seeing them for, and how long we've we been together for as well? Mm. I, I think that would play like a more important um, factor in me making my decision, like what age I am. Because yeah. if you want to get married by say thirty or something, mm. then thirty might be a like long time away, mm. right? For me, it's 
six years away. Yeah. But it's still a six year time limit. Yeah. So I don't, I don't think putting a time limit for something like getting married mm. is advisable uh, in my opinion anyway because yeah. like i said you're you are looking for someone to be your life partner you're not going shopping in tesco's where you yeah. can like return something if you don't yeah. like it yeah <laughs> you know what i mean yeah uh let me ask you another question you said it depends on how long you date them how long you've been in a relationship with them do you think you should put that time constant on it because it's like you shouldn't get married to a person because you've been dating them for three four years if i've been da- if we've been dating for three four years then i mm, i would say i i would want to get married at that time yeah that's purely because it's like less sneaking around mm. right? yeah and all of that and it just it would make it more easy yeah 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 and also like in my in my mind anyway if you've been dating for like three or four years um and you don't know if you want to marry that person i would say it's probably not looking good for that rela- good for the relationship yeah it, yeah do you know what i mean if you don't see a future there yeah. then what's the point of like kind of carrying it on so let me ask you this if you if you are dating someone for two three years and you come to know that you don't see a future would you think because there are a lot of people who delay the process of telling that person that you don't you don't see a future yeah because of all the things that's gonna happen afterwards yeah so do you feel like you should be just blunt and honest um <laughs> yes because uh, what what's the uh, what's the alternative um to be honest because there are a lot of people they know it's gonna depending on a person right if that person's like let's say wild and crazy they might come in and smash your car and that kind of stuff yeah <laughs> that can happen because you're yeah. saying you ruined my four years of life and you you know blah 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 because i'm i'm invested because there are dip- see you might not see a future but the other person might that's another thing yeah you need to get. so it's a, another way is you can just like if you have like a really honest and really open relationship and you can just say anything you want then i feel like there would be a mature breakup because i don't think that's the one thing we haven't seen in this generation is a mature breakup yeah it's people can't say like how they feel and don't feel like they cheated you yeah to be honest if i do feel like that then i would say it yeah. because i'm i don't want to be stuck in like a loveless marriage mm. I, i don't want to get married for the sake of getting married yeah and i definitely wouldn't want to be with someone if i didn't love them i you know what i mean mm. but then at the end of the day if you've been in a relationship let's say um you've been in a relationship and you're nearly 30 let's say mm. but you don't see that a future with the guy or future with the girl but then that means to get to know another person and be in a relationship with them it's going to take another 4 5 years let's yeah. say so that your time is like kind of going because you you kind of spend 4 years there didn't work out you need to spend another 2 3 years or whatever you feel like yeah comfortable enough to see that i see a future yeah but then by that time do you think like in my mind anyway i'd think i'd be more mature so i'd know like what kind of stuff i'm looking for yeah see you can't say that because it depends on your life experience yeah because i think maturity is not a word which comes with number or age i think maturity comes with your life decisions and the things that you've been gone with your life yeah and the life experiences kind of decide what kind of maturity if you have seen the world and you traveled and you worked a lot and you know how kind of like whatever life brings to you and then you kind of deal with it then you know kind of you know i'm a kind of i can handle the situation yeah because there are 
situations where people are like, you know, oh no, I mean, to be honest, nowadays there's a lot of sliding into DMs kind of thing. You go into someone's <laughs> DM and you message and you're like, yeah, yeah. And I've seen a lot of that in this, but it wasn't a lot when I was getting married or anything like that. No one randomly comes up and like, you know, messages you in DM, let's say kind of, let's meet up, let's see how this is going to work up, really like you. There is a lot of... um to get into a relationship nowadays, I feel like there is a lot of work needs to put in to impress that person before you start a relationship. Do you feel like that is necessary? What you mean impressing the other person? As in like, imagine you like a girl and you want to like start a relationship with or, or to see if she's interested and you feel yeah. like you always have to message in a certain way or, you know, say that like, you know, always compliment them and blah, 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 blah before you start to say that i like you do you feel like you need a lot of that story ahead um do you think is it's necessary to or you can just come up straight and say i really like you what do you think of me do you want to talk yes and no because if you're talking to someone like from the start right then chances are there's probably someone else talking as uh, talking exactly like you as well because like the way i see it you're not special you're not unique there's seven billion people on the planet so there's bound to be someone else like you as well so there's so the chances are there's probably another person talking to that girl or guy okay just like you so sometimes there is the need to kind of impress Mm. in a way yeah but then like you can't impress i mean you shouldn't or rather impress with something that or some something that isn't you okay like, that's true yeah like you can't be fake about it yeah because <laughs> it's hard l- to maintain afterwards. yeah exactly how long are you going to be fake for yeah right? th- th- that's that's the same thing when it comes to arranged marriage how long are you going to put up this front saying i'm i'm like a good person or i i am perfect because i don't think that no one's perfect they still got their own flaws so there's another thing that i noticed that most of the people i think most of the people i'm not saying everyone it's they can deal with let's say all the good side of you so let's say you're good at cooking you can you can drive you do things in a certain way whatever whatever you consider as a good behavior yeah most of the people can see that and they can handle that what people can't handle is your other side which is you might often get angry too quickly or let's say you can't cook or you need this you got a certain lifestyle planned out and they need to fit in all that stuff i think that should be though those should be the things that you should talk to the person that you are going to be in a relationship even in an arranged marriage especially if you're looking to get married and also if you just want to be in a relationship with then you can see how compatible you are because i think that's the most thing because you only show your other side once you feel like okay i really like them they really like me we're in a relationship now i can and they feel like you you weren't like this like three months ago now you have changed but i think if you're in a relationship anyway Mm. you're really kind of show that side of you like a bit later on yeah um because <laughs> you have that honeymoon stage right yeah um at the beginning mm. and then like after that kind of goes away that's when the relationship starts getting more and more serious yeah um and obviously when you start showing your negative qualities yeah not everyone might like you or put up with it yeah so i think that's probably what i would say that's probably my answer to that it, w- it would take time to kind of show that side of you yeah, I would say that you can talk about it. You don't have to show it. Yeah. So when you're getting into a relationship, like being honest, you can say I am. Because to be honest, there is like always a thing like 
if you're being honest, that person will be like, oh, they, they told me that, you know, that that's good. That, yeah. I, I mean, I would consider that personally. Another thing I was wondering was obviously um, when you were talking to other guys, yeah, ob- uh, you obviously didn't like all of them, right? Yeah. But were there, like, did you maintain any kind of, make any friendships or anything like that? No, really. Okay. Uh, no, it's just something I was just uh, curious about. Yeah, I don't, to be honest, there are people that who have talked to me but since you know they got married most of them got married before me yeah so they weren't like saying and some people are in touch with me but we don't, i wouldn't say i'm really good friends with them yeah i mean obviously some people i know if, if they want to say hi hi and say back that's all yeah but it's not like oh I'm really good friends we talk to them every day no i don't think i have okay yeah. okay no it's just something i was wondering mm. that's all it's because um i always thought um in the beginning mom and dad used to add all these people into facebook and all that stuff and i really really found that annoying because facebook at that time instagram wasn't that of a hit yeah so it was mostly facebook and i got all my pictures and all that stuff and then you know i found it really annoying because you add them before you even start talking to them yeah. And then you start talking to them. Then you have to remove them. Do you get me? Or do yeah. you remove them? That's the kind of question. To ha- stop that hassle, I would never add them into social media. And if that counts. Yeah. And then I just talk to them directly on WhatsApp or on phone or whatever. Then after that, I'll decide. And yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now, this is something I was kind of curious about. Mm. Do, what do you think of being friends with your ex then? Um, <clears throat> I, I think it's not possible. Mm. like unless maybe if you were friends before but uh, but in my opinion anyway i think it's just it's not a plausible thing to happen yeah because um after you break up you might see them another person getting getting into a relationship Mm. and that might make you sad yeah and obviously you wouldn't want to force yourself to be sad Mm. so you might uh, so i think i don't think it's a wise decision but that's just my opinion yeah yeah what about you to be honest again depending what kind of breakup and what kind of relationship you had yeah if you again if you are really good friends with them and you can talk about anything 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 yeah then obviously you can maintain but also depending on how the the person you're currently relationship with it take it because they might not be comfortable as you talking to or you being friends with the people but if they're comfortable, it's fine. And depending on what kind of friendship, it's like if you're talking to them every single day and telling all your life stories, maybe no. But if you're talking to them once a while and just, just saying how they're doing, then I think yeah. that would be fine. Yeah, okay. So if your new girlfriend or boyfriend doesn't like, uh, isn't comfortable with um, you talking to your ex, then what kind of thing would you say is like the best, better choice to make in that stage, I guess? I can be diplomatic here and just say just you sh- that's between you two and you should talk about <laughs> it. <laughs> okay. Uh, but I would personally say have a conversation and see what makes them comfortable. It could be like you're being over friendly with them and they can't handle it. Yeah. Thing. Or it could be just they don't like if if they're saying I don't like the ideology of you being friends with your ex, then that's a different thing. But if you're saying I don't know, like you're telling me everything about you know, because they were a part of your life journey before you met this new person anyway so they might understand some aspects of you better than this person or vice versa so obviously you can discuss with the person that you're currently in a relationship with and talk about what they want what you how you want to handle it and then also if you're really good friends with your ex you can say 
okay, I had a conversation with this new new person or, you know, uh, my current girlfriend or boyfriend. Yeah. And then can, you can just tell them that, you know what, they feel like, um, and I'm making them uncomfortable by talking to you. So I would probably cut down the conversation a little bit. It's nothing against you. It's just that I think it's a better way to move forward in our current relationship. Yeah. I think that could also work. Okay. And if the other person is okay and satisfied with it, I mean, obviously, they were your ex and you're only talking to them because they are good friends with you. Uh, they should understand it. Yeah. If they don't, I don't know, it's their problem, basically. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But end of the day, it's, it's your decision. And and then maybe the other person probably have could have more maturity and understanding they're just friends as well. Yeah. So it could go either way, depending on how you are and how your relationship is, because everyone's is different. So what kind of advice would you give to someone before like they start looking for like an arranged marriage? personally like in there uh, do you think you have to have like some kind of aspects of your life ready before you start looking for an arranged marriage okay so in my personal opinion this is again depending just my personal opinion and depends on everybody and everyone is different i would say like have a stability in your life yeah and then also think about what you want because when you start working and what you have a lifestyle you would know how what kind of a person you want basically yeah and also really carefully think about what kind of a person you're looking for it's not about that i mean obviously look does matter because you obviously going to live with them and that you have to find them attractive in some kind of way but also you need to see what kind of personality and what kind of character they have as well yeah so that is very important when it comes to this but another thing i would say it's also you should have at least stand in your own two feet a job maybe yeah so then you can provide for yourself. You shouldn't depend. You sh- you can depend on your partner or your future husband, but it's also good to be independent in your own way. So yeah, being independent makes gives you that kind of luxury that you feel like I am. I own my own life and I can handle my own situations kind of a thing. Okay. So then that would make you think what kind of a person fits into your life as well. All right. Yeah, that's been quite informative, actually. Yeah. Why did you start a podcast? Because it was something that I had wanted to do for like a while. Mm. And I also figured it would be an interesting avenue to kind of talk to new people. Yeah. And kind of just uh, pick their brains and see kind of how different people think. Yeah. Because um, obviously at the moment we're in the middle of a lo- uh, pandemic yeah. and lockdown. So I haven't been able to talk to as many people as um, I would have liked. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But like one's things start easing easing up mm. i'm hoping to like be able to talk to uh more different people and like get exposed to like, different ideologies yeah. i guess yeah and also i'm interested in like talking to or like getting uh, being able to talk to people who go against the grain so yeah. to speak yeah but do you think that would be controversial um controversial i mean controversy is always uh <laughs> good in my opinion yeah uh good in the sense that it makes people think mm. i haven't put my last one uh the last recording out yet yeah but um i talked to tia yeah right about different um economic uh, ideologies so left-wing economics versus the right-wing economics mm. and like i was saying before uh, it's more controversial to be to have right-leaning opinions yeah. than than to have like left-leaning opinions mm. but then I, I, I get into it um in the episode where i say that once people hit their 30s yeah um you become if you are a left-leaning person you become more right-leaning okay and the uh, the thing that i can think of is that by the time 
you're hitting 30, you're earning more more money, and as a matter, as a result, you're kind of more invested in seeing how that money is being spent because obviously, uh, in terms of like taxes and things like that. But yeah, I mean that's mainly why I wanted to start it. Yeah, talk to like different people, mm. get different ideologies, and get exposed to different stuff. Co- I remember what I want to ask you now. Okay, yeah. I want to talk about cultural differences that you faced when you came into this country. Oh, uh, what what cultural differences that you thought as well? Obviously, religion was a big thing, and then there was um, obviously like if you're coming here from India, like for me, or like from any other country, you have the accent as well. Yeah. And then you kind of climatize into the, you start talking more and getting more exposure. But those are some things I faced. And growing up, there probably was like some racism that I I, I went through um, in school and maybe a bit like in college and stuff as well. But there are some cultural stuff that people won't understand. Yeah. Like just because of how you've been brought up and your different mindsets towards things. Yeah. Right? Does that make sense? It does, yeah. What do you think you mainly faced when you're talking about that? Um, so, like, Western countries, or like here, right? um, arranged marriage, that's a concept that they just won't be able to understand. I think um, there are kind of... I don't know if you've seen a series called Bridgington on Netflix. Uh, no. Um, it's kind of how in the olden centuries, how... People are getting matched up and by their families and then it's kind of an orange marriage in a way. So when people are talking about the series in my workplace and stuff and said that's similar to orange marriage, except you get more of a say. But people still think it's kind of like a forced marriages. So that was it was good when I did the video with Jason, how he explains like how what an arranged marriage he thought and it's not a forced marriage where you get a say yeah. to because people still think okay you should get married and you're forced to marry and yeah and your parents and yeah. parents pick a person for you and you have to get married to that yeah it used to be in, in ages ago in centuries but nowadays you get more of a say who you want to get married to yeah i think that's the thing they can understand that but it's the same thing similar to if you find someone in tinder or like websites called he harmony and stuff you find someone you date them and you like them and you kind of marry them in the future but for for them it's kind of delayed a bit more later yeah but when it comes to arranged marriage it bit more the time is bit more less to the marriage stage yeah so they don't understand the concept that you find someone to get married and you get married I, another thing that was a big difference was um having strict parents yeah um i i don't think anyone who is like western will understand how strict asian parents can get yes like um and it doesn't <laughs> it doesn't matter if it's like during like school periods or if it's like during some holidays and you're not doing anything yeah because like in school uh when it's like school periods it's um you have to study after you come back home like do your work and all that kind of stuff yes and i still don't understand why you're not allowed to have like f- that freedom like you know what i mean that where you kind of go out see your friends like go to a party or whatever it is I don't, I don't think um, probably it's because they haven't been used to that before. Yeah. And most of the thing that I think it's because they because they haven't experienced it, they feel like it's I should I don't know what's going to happen. So it's the unknown. I think it's kind of scares them to be more stricter, especially when you're in a different country, because people assume when you're living in people assume in India that you're living in UK, you get more of a freedom. You can do whatever you want. 
but they don't understand. I think the parents are more stricter yeah. here than the parents in India to them. Yeah, I remember like going, uh, going, uh, going to parties like when I was in school and lying and saying I was like doing something else. Yeah, right. Um, I mean, they're not. Hopefully, they're not listening to this. But <laughs> um, just like not ha- having to kind of say that. And another thing was like I don't have. I'm not friends with anyone from school anymore. Mm. And I think a big part of that reason, a big part of it, did play into it. Obviously, you're not keeping in touch with them because, uh, like, even during like school times, you're not like they might invite messaging you, yeah, or anything like, like that. Um, like you might message people here and there, but you're not going out to see them. You're not spending time with them, mm. right? So you're not kind of keeping that friendship alive. Yes, like, if yeah. that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. And there's a limit to how many times someone's gonna kind of invite you for something, and then they're just gonna be like, oh, "Fuck it." we don't want to hear anymore yes like, it's, yeah. uh, it's understandable like because how many times are you going to say no and then they're going to have to think okay maybe like, he's just not interested or something like that yeah but uh, yeah i mean i have had that happen when i've like not been allowed to like go out somewhere um because like well for whatever reason yeah and i um yeah it wasn't exactly the same for my sister because like do you think they're a bit more lenient yeah they were and then i mean i have I did complain about it quite a, a, a lot yeah. a- afterwards, right? You can't expect me to like... Uh, <laughs> you, you can't say, why do you not talk to people? Right? Or like, why are you so quiet? And also like, not let me go out and talk to people. Yes. Like, like it's um, <laughs> it's contradictory to do that. Yeah. But yeah, um, I've, had, I've had a few arguments about this kind of stuff. Because they don't see it. I mean, I think they see it now. But at that time, they didn't see it. Yes, it's. Pro- I think most of the Asian parents will see it afterwards. Yeah. After they've gone out of the phase that, oh, okay, I didn't know that you wanted to do this kind of a way. And yeah. I also think that is the same with my brother as well. So I think when it came to me, they were a bit more strict. And even when I was in uni, they're coming home in a certain time and all that. But when he was come to my younger brother, they were a bit more lenient, him going out and all that things. And I was a bit more... I think it's probably the reason I also agreed that he should be let to go and enjoy this stuff because I couldn't as well. But I think technically, yeah, Indian parents are... I think the most of the... One of the main cultural difference that I felt was um, when I first came to UK was the language barrier. Even though you're learning English in school in India, when you come here, you feel like it's a different language because the speed of it is very high speed how they speak yeah and you don't understand the pronunciation because how you've been taught to pronounce some words are very differently how you pronounce it yeah yeah i've noticed that as well obviously coming uh when you first like move here the accent like does become a big barrier at the yes, start yeah but then like i found that probably more towards like college maybe maybe before that i don't know like you start to lose it yeah you do start to lose it yeah more, right i think it's more I probably couldn't express how I was feeling or if I want to ask something, I feel like I'm going to get it wrong. So I have to be like, if you want to ask a question or anything, I would wait until all the class is gone. Then I can ask the teacher because I don't want to feel like I ask questions and it comes out dumb or oh, they don't okay. understand it. So I had a big, I think in high school I was like that. But when it was coming to A-levels and uni, it was a bit more, a bit more different because you mix with a lot of different people and you're speaking more and you kind of mingling with them more so it was a bit more eased up when he was in uni i think but still there was a cultural differences and like they would still won't understand 
um like if you're saying I want, i'm going to their house and i'm going to stay there for a day they're like the question would be why can't they come here and stay rather than you having a sleepover okay. over there yeah i mean i wasn't allowed to go to um other people's houses to stay yeah um so like what i would probably do was like say that i'm going camping or something like that yeah and lie my way in yeah because <laughs> you have no other choice mm. at that time mm. right because the other the alternative is um go through high school and like college and not have any friends yeah right <laughs> it sounds a bit it's a bit of a sad existence if you if that is what you choose i mean I, i'm sure people uh do it and are happy yes if, but like, that is and that is kind of what would happen right i think they expect you to be friends with other asians rather than yeah and y- they feel like if you are friends with people of different culture you might be diverted or more into their culture more rather than your own indian traditions yeah so for me i feel like i don't know it's just maybe their way of thinking so yeah. if one thing that you wanted them to change from when you were like in your childhood what would you tell your parents that um to give me like more freedom i guess cuz obviously when you come into u- when you come to uni yeah right you that's a level of freedom that no one's ever experienced before because yes. you're literally on your own and you can do whatever you want yes but that happened for you because you were staying a- staying away from home before yeah. me i was staying at home yeah, and yeah. studying so yeah. still i had that kind of rest- <laughs> restraint let's say yeah but um letting your kids kind of go out and like kind of make their own mistakes like early yeah. on that's something and yeah i mean to be honest like giving me like letting me have like freedom to kind of do what i wanted yeah or something that i is the only thing that i would probably change like from my childhood because like people like to kind of complain and say like oh i had a really tough childhood yeah but like, you also have to kind of look at the positive and think that there are a lot of people out there who have a lot worse than you okay like, yeah <laughs> it's quite i mean it's it's maybe a bit contradictory to what i've been saying but at the end of the day you had food water clothing shelter like these are things that your parents provided for you right yeah. i mean sure there had like no one's perfect mm. like there could be short there there definitely were shortcomings yes but you kind of just had to kind of accept it yeah like i mean accept it as it was because mm. i'm sure that they did kind of try their best yes yeah to give you a happy childhood because I don't think uh for the most part anyway no parents are going to think I want to cha- I want to make my child miserable. I don't think they think that yeah. but still yeah. Yeah. I mean it, it might end up being that way but yeah. they don't have that intention. I think for me it would be like a better communication and them not being to able to understand that your language barrier and your constraints that you got on is limiting you to being in better in all the areas even in high school or any other areas. So I think one of the things that I would think that my parents would have done differently would be better communication they think because you're a kid you shouldn't know this or you know we should I think we had that communication by feel like asking how you doing how you getting along in school rather than academically I would say socially as well would have been a good input because they only yeah. ask how you doing how what grade you got have you got a b plus have you got an a rather than asking how you are personally how you internally like doing kind of thing would be better i don't think no one yeah. asks that they're like you haven't got good marks you have not been studying and you get all the <laughs> shouting at the end uh-huh. but i think it would have been really good if they talk why 
to trying to understand because I think when it comes to again like there's another thing that we talk about is mental health there's a lot of talk people talking about mental health now yeah but people consider uh mental health thinking oh people's gonna assume there's something wrong with my kid so you know I'm not gonna yeah. say anything there's nothing wrong with it and even thinking that the kid going to a psychiatrist is thinking that kid's gone crazy rather than thinking it's not it's just checking if they like their physical health if their mental health and they're thinking all right and yeah if they cope in everything with okay because it's a big transitional when you come from india to uk and people don't consider that they think your kid should be coping because we are coping but they don't understand they are much older than the kids are to be yeah. able to cope with and they have been put in different life situations so they will be able to cope with the language and the cultural barriers anyway yeah so i think communication would have been a really good thing like rather than academically talking to the kids you are completely right i think that way i uh one thing i actually i just i remembered after you kind of said it was i kind of wish my parents had a bit more like belief in me and like put a bit more trust in me like in the things that i wanted to do yes um yeah. but then it might have also been that like obviously i was like young right yeah. you're talking about someone who's 13 for like 15 years old yeah like there's a, there, there is only so much trust uh, trust or belief a parent is going to like put in your kid do you feel like parents kind of control what kind of things that you study as well when you when you're deciding to go to <laughs> uni uh not for uni but they did have they did when i was doing my levels yeah um and i ended up like um backfiring in a pretty big way yeah but um i'm not complaining with like how my life's like turned out or anything mm. for grades i think uh for things like grades like you were saying that's another thing that probably like uh that's a big cultural difference right yes like, yeah i remember this is, this is like in year nine we're just like done a gcse like statistics exam yeah and i remember i got a b and this other girl in my class she got a c right and we were talking about like the grades we got and she said what well, she told me um oh yeah my parents bought me like a box of chocolates for getting a c yeah uh, what did your parents say uh, like by you or like, what did they say and i was like yeah when well, my dad told me i can do better <laughs> <laughs> that's literally what that's literally what i was told yeah and i, rem- I remember going back home afterwards and thinking oh fuck's sake this is so shit yeah but, it is. <laughs> but yeah um things like that i think probably putting less pressure on kids is like more important now i think i think it's also because they're comparing your kids to someone else and but technically that kid should be might be academically more able or might be doing well and they're thinking yeah. my kid isn't doing they're always comparing something to someone like even if you're getting married or getting a job or oh, my son's got this this much salary or whatever they're expecting your kid to kind of achieve that or achieve higher even if if someone else like people are in your age getting married now if they were like few of them get married like too soon like in a row they might be asking you when are you going to get married you should be married because they feel like that you should go with the flow kind of thing they don't want to be the odd one out and they don't want people questioning him within the community i think it's just not definitely the there are some faults within the parents but there are also a lot of faults within the community because everyone's thinking like that so yeah. if everybody were thinking so let's say you know how let's say um let's say talk about like body shaming everybody thought people who are chubbier is pretty and vice versa 
it's it's like that isn't it when you in your thinking if they're thinking oh everyone's doing this my kid should be doing this too and even there are a lot of factors like in even within indian family where parents bully their kids because how they look and i have i have a lot of friends who have experienced this as well and they'll be like even my mom told me so when i was in like in gcse and stuff when i when i had to put on a little bit of weight she would be like you need to lose weight you you got on a little bit of fat and i'm thinking okay wow yeah so there are certain stuff like that and they don't think because they feel like they got a freedom to tell anything to their kids because they're trying to make them better but they don't think like that when they're trying to you know talk about how the kids are feeling So I think if they could kind of change the thought process in there I think that would be good. But depending right. on like you know what, what everybody is like and uh, how people are like that as well. Yeah, I agree with you. Yeah. Do you think that's going to happen like in like in like coming generations so to speak? You would never know what other people's mind mindset is depending on each person's mindset isn't it? True. So if your mindset is like okay I want to be little bit if you're thinking about like you know all this kind of like I have felt when I was in school and stuff I've been bullied and been like you know felt the racism in people and all that stuff but your parents don't see that as kind of a problem they kind of see that you're not academically doing good or you're not dressing in a proper way or you're not behaving or you're not saying the right things that they think think those as a problem so if they could think of more like a bigger picture would be would be better i think but i think they are evolving as you're evolving as well when your kids are evolving and they're changing your when the kids are getting older and you're sharing your viewpoint they're thinking oh yeah that's right you know but they're yeah. only changing that but i think that would be good in the future com- future maybe like you know they are trying to change their thought process and then you are changing your thought process and you're evolving as well and that would definitely make a difference in how they're thinking just to tell them that you don't have to go with the flow that it, all the all the communities going you can go differently that's a long way to go okay um we've been recording for a long time now should we should we wrap it up wrap it up you're going to sing uh, i'm not going to sing okay <laughs> um <laughs> but is there anything that uh you would like to say before we wrap up i would say subscribe to my youtube channel yeah i was going to say that <laughs> do you want to plug your social media yes um so basically i got my instagram names trilo error with a just o because i thought i'm going to try a lot of stuff on because i didn't know what i want to do so i decided yeah. to name it trilorer so same with the, my instagram handle as well it's called trilorer so just to make it easier that's it i uh, hopefully you have found this podcast interesting yeah or someone thought this was something they were thinking and we said it out loud yeah yeah so try to listen to it and hopefully we we haven't bored you much in this yeah thank you for listening guys and thank you alin bye Bye.